welcome to our first podcast of Pigskin and Laces. I'm here with my co-hosts, Rowan and Tyler. I, my name is Zach. Today we'll start with games, play, playoffs, awards, and players. Uh, tough Thursday night matchup for the Packers and Seahawks. Yeah, Packers really need clinch a win here to potentially make it to playoffs or in a tight divisions here. Bears six and three, Vikings five three and one with a tie against the Packers four four and one there. So if they could get this win, they could potentially make it closer and closer to the playoff potential that I know Aaron Rodgers wants to see every year. Um, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Jones first onto the scene, taking over the Packers running game. Rashad Penny, another first onto the scene guy from last week for the Seahawks running game. After Chris Carson did get injured, he's been injured off and on throughout the year. That's why we've been seeing lots of workload from Mike Davis and Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny last week in fantasy football was a top 20 running back, which that's not something he's been doing all year with Chris Carson, the named uh, first string, even though he really hasn't been there the whole year. Um, up next, Broncos and Chargers game. Um, Ron, go ahead and talk on that one. Uh, it's a must-win situation for the Broncos and the Chargers. The Chiefs are leading the division at 9-1. and one. Uh, Rookie running back, Phillip Lindsay, one of the best running backs, rookie running backs uh, in the league right now. And the Chargers are pretty good. You know, they're front runners for a wild card. Yes. Looking at seven two season, really. I mean, it's a tough division in the AFC West where Chiefs been dominating all the year. Only lost to the Patriots, which I mean, it's a loss they could take. Um, up next, Vikings Bears. This will be uh, the Bears' second divisional game in a row. Next week they play the Lions once again. Uh, Bears really looking strong this year with the addition of Khalil Mack, even though he's been off and on the field due to injury concerns. The running game there, Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard both seeing presence on the field. More so Tariq Cohen with um, Tariq Cohen with um, passing, um, really new coaching option, really leading to a more pass-heavy offense. Um, yeah, Mitchell Trubisky's really shining out there. Really giving him a chance, letting him take control of the ball more often than last year. Jordan Howard, really non-existent last week. Didn't really get a lot of carries. More Turret Cohen in the game. Uh, for the Vikings, Dalvin Cook, Latavius Murray situation. Who knows who's going to start? Latavius Murray's been going strong. Dalvin Cook's still nursing the hamstring. See if he's good to go at 100%. Uh, yeah. I mean, Matt Nagy really just taking control of the Bears, how he wanted to run it back in Kansas City. He's really using uh, Trey Byrne the way he wanted to. He's really using Tariq Cohen exactly the way he wants to. They're really spreading the ball, too. Their receiving core is really, really good. I would call it at least top 10 receiving core in the league just based off who they have and how they're using everyone on the field. A great addition, Allen Robinson for Trubisky, getting him some weapons on the outside. Yeah, for sure. Hex, Jaguars. All right, next we have the Jaguars-Steelers game. Well, the Jaguars are losers of five straight. The season didn't go exactly how they panned it out, but 
they're still looking to uh, at least get one W against the Steelers here. And uh, the Steelers are going to be really firing out because they got a huge chip on their shoulder after losing two home games to the Jaguars the season before. Uh, I think Jalen Ramsey has a tough matchup with Antonio Brown there. I mean, Jalen sure, Ramsey sure. hasn't been like that number one yeah, guy. Jalen Ramsey a year ago. certainly has um, fallen down, I'd say. And Antonio Brown is still Antonio Brown, one of the best wide receivers in the league. Also, another thing while we're talking about the Steelers, Le'Veon Bell has not signed. So that means he will not play for the rest of the year, which anyone who drafted him first year in one of their fantasy leagues or traded for them thinking they'll come back, it's a real, it's a real heartbreaking. And while we're on the topic of running backs, um, Leonard Fournette is going to be playing against the Steelers, and hopefully the Jaguars are hoping that he'll take the pressure off Bortles a little bit. So, yeah. Leonard Fournette really doing some good after when he came back. I don't remember the exact two stats. Two touchdowns. That's really all I remember. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure on the yards. I could look that up. Um, but James Conner, he had a rough game, I believe. He got pulled out in the third or fourth quarter due to injury concern. Um, both the backups came in and actually did something for them. And for the Jags, TJ Yeldon, still the one of the best catch, uh, receiving pass backs. catching backs. Yeah, for the Jags, Carlos Hyde. Haven't really heard too much about him since he's been with the Jags. The main problem with the Jaguars is that not only is do we not really have a quarterback, we don't really have any receivers either. Yeah, getting rid of Allen Robinson, he went to the Bears. Mm-hmm. Allen Hearns went to the Cowboys. Brandon Linder got injured too. Tough losses on the wide receiver yeah. court. And the offensive line is getting really roughed up too. Yeah. Uh, Leonard Fournette had 24 attempts at rushing, 53 yards. The average of 2.2 yards per carry, a touchdown, five receptions, and I believe he had a receiving touchdown as well. Um, those aren't too bad stats coming off getting it. Like not playing at all for majority of the season due to injuries. Um, but up next, uh, Bengals and Ravens game. Uh, absence of AJ Green still. I mean, show how that did on Sunday night. Uh, the Ravens. Joe Flacco will not play, so that means Lamar Jackson will get his first start at quarterback in his rookie year. Yeah, I'm excited to see that especially against the Bengals, who, I mean, they have an okay defense, but it's not the greatest secondary. So hopefully we see his actual talents in the big league. Um, what else? Anything else you guys want to touch on on the Ravens-Bengals game? Oh, I think Lamar Jackson, the Bengals have a tough time, not only him throwing the ball, but him running the ball. His speed out there. Yeah, he the fast that quarterbacks. really quick. Yeah, scrambling. I think the Bengals have a tough time coping with that. Not too much film on him in the NFL. Yeah. There's, what, not even full game of some film. Preseason games. Yeah. So it'll be hard for the Bengals to play for him. Um, Also, Tyler Boyd and Brandon LaFell, right, on the Bengals? Maybe. Uh, Both players who really got the ball um, with the absence of – A.J. Green. Tyler Boyd has been really just shining right now. 
on that Bengals offense. Great pass catcher. Compliments AJ Green really well when they're both in there. Tough offense to stop. Sorry, it was John Ross. He, I believe... He had a touchdown last week. Yeah, I believe he had a touchdown and quite a lot of yards. don't know the exact yard yards, but in fantasy, he did very well. He, if he's still on the waiver wire, I'd definitely pick him up as the probably top ad this week. I mean, too late now. It's already Wednesday. Um, but also, Saints and Eagles game. Saints still looking strong with old man Drew Brees back there. I future mean, Hall of Fame right there. Yeah, future Hall of Fame quarterback right there. Eagles not looking too, too hot. But like Super Bowl champs last year, they – Super Bowl hangover right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what they're looking at there. Well, Zach Ertz last week, he had a great game. Yeah. He had 14 catches, 146 yards, and two touchdowns, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Massive, massive game out of yeah. film. Fantasy projects, if you had him, that's a 40 yeah. point game right there. 40 point game in PPR. He had, or the Eagles right now are four and five in the East. I mean, they're tied with the Cowboys, and then Redskins are on top. Redskins are looking fairly well, and Giants, of course, last in that division. And then Saints are doing really, really good this year. Alvin Kamara and um, Mark, Ingram. Mark Ingram, both great running backs, both on the same team. There's nothing you can go wrong there. Michael Thomas, still a receiver. Everything's going good for the Saints. Uh, Taysom Hill, excellent yeah. special teamer. He's really all-around guy. Not too, it all. long, not too long ago, they beat the undefeated Rams. Yeah, last week or two weeks ago. Um, Saints are on an eight-game winning streak. So, I mean, if you're a Saints fan, that's, this is what you want right now. They're top in their division. I mean, next behind them is Panthers going 6-3, and three, which I wouldn't be too scared. Uh, Panthers could still make the wild card or make the playoffs in general. It all depends how the rest of the year pans out. And the Panthers this week taking on the Lions. That's... The Lions' defense isn't too good. Yeah, so. The Lions have not shown up this year yeah. at all. So if you have fantasy owners, have Christian McCaffrey. It's an obvious start. He's just been doing amazing this past couple weeks. Just really getting in the end zone, finding ways to get in there through the air and on the ground. He can do it all. The Lions really have not done much this year. Three and six in the NFC North. I mean, they go to play the Bears next week, too. Another tough matchup. I mean, they got blown out last week, which I'm not surprised by. The Bears won, I believe. Oh, the score was 34-22. to 22. I, Most of their most of the Lions' scoring was in trash time. So. Yeah. It wasn't like it was a close, close game. The Bills did win last week against the Jets, 41-10. to The Bills' defense. Got a touchdown. It's pretty impressive. Uh, I don't think Sam Dunn played that game. Josh McCown was the quarterback that game, if I'm thinking correctly. And McCown didn't look like anything special. Just an old guy. The Bills just released Nathan Peterman. Yeah, they did. After a very, very long time. <laughs> Should have released him a while ago, in my opinion, but... It's done is done. LaShawn McCoy had a big game for the 
first time this year. Yeah, I over a hundred rush yards. I don't think he had another big game this year. I think he might have had one way back week six or so. Um, I think Lashawn McCoy's time in the NFL might come be coming to an end. In yeah, my opinion, does not have the same speed as he had back when he was with Philly. Couple years, yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about? Um, we can move right to the Rams and Chiefs game. Rams That's going to be in tough Los Angeles. Games for both of them. Yeah, that game scheduled for Me- in Mexico City, but due to poor field conditions, they re- they moved it back to Los Angeles. Patrick Mahomes having season of his life or career. Yeah, great thirty three touchdowns on the year. Just one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. Yeah, really surprising too. Yeah. Came out of nowhere. Replacing played, Alex Smith. Played one game his rookie year, threw like 200 yards, no touchdowns. Just comes out this year, just solid all around. I don't think he's really had a bad game at all. No. No, even against good defenses, he's still done good. The Rams' defenses, a lot of injuries on there. I think Mahomes is going to take advantage of Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey with Kareem Hunt. Yeah. I think they're going to put up a lot of points. It's going to be an offensive shootout. Yeah, definitely. With two nine one teams, I mean, I don't know. Rams could be on the downfall after losing the Saints. I mean, Rams are still good with Todd, Todd Gurley's top three, top two running back in the league without a doubt. There's no conversation about that. And then same with Kareem Hunt. He could be in the conversation top three, top five running backs in the league just because his all talent he's done. He's hop, hopping over players this year, which you always love to see that. Um I mean, it's definitely going to be an offensive shootout this week on Monday night. Yeah, the Chiefs' defense really hasn't been there this year. One of the worst in the league. And still a 9-1 team. It's all offensive points. Patrick Mahomes is carrying that offense. And you said the game was in Los Angeles, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we moved it because Mexico City, the field was in very poor condition. Oh, okay. And players threatened they would not play in the game if they had to play on that field. Uh, Chiefs are four and one away, so might have been an advantage for the Rams. They're five and zero at home, so who knows? Could be. You could see Rams being ten one or Chiefs ten one. It all depends how who throws the ball more, who gets more touchdowns. And who knows? This could be a live look at the Super Bowl this year. Both teams yeah. opposite conferences. They could meet again in the Super Bowl. All yeah. depends how the teams do. Want to start talking about the playoff race then since Super Bowl? Yeah. Um, first things first. The Jaguars are not in the playoff race. I mean, yeah. Let's go down the list. Who isn't making the playoffs? Um, Jets. I mean, Jets and the Bills. I mean, both in the same division as. The Tom Brady, so I mean, tough race there. But Chiefs, just talk about them. They're definitely going to make the playoffs. Uh, Raiders division, leading the division over Chargers seven and two, Broncos three and six, and then Raiders one and eight. Horrible season for the people who are you would call rebuilding. They give away their top players for draft picks. What do they have next draft? They have two or three uh, first round. Picks. I want to say it's three first round picks. They have yeah, that in the twenty nineteen draft, which I mean, rebuilding is rebuilding, I guess. And the Chargers, um, 
I think they're going to be one of the top teams in that wild card. I think they're not a team to be taken lightly. They're a team to um, prepare for, definitely. Phillip Rivers, Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler gets in there, makes a contribution. I feel like they're a good team. They can do a lot. Rookie Derwin James, Denzel Perryman on that defense. The absence of Joey Bosa really affects them on that defensive rush. But Melvin Gordon stepped it up. I feel like Chargers might make a deep run. Yeah, uh, I would have to agree with you on that. They're a tough division. Like, there's same with the Saints. Um, they're in the same division as the Panthers. I feel like they could be another team who could go far in the playoffs just because Cam Newton, Christian McCaffrey, both great players who want to prove something in the playoffs this year. Um, Luke Keekley leading that defense. Yeah, for sure. Some big names on a team that and behind in a division in the Saints. I mean, tough break there. And then AFC North, you got the Steelers, Bengals, Ravens, and Browns. I mean, in that order, who's leading? It's a kind of close division, 6-2, six and 6-2-1 two, two and one for the Steelers, 5-2 and two for the Bengals, 4-5 four, four and five for the Ravens. I mean, a couple games behind for the Bengals and the Ravens, but that's what it is. The Steelers – Feel like they're a team that could um, make a deep run, or they might just go out week one or for not week uh, round one in the playoffs. Yeah. Then Texas Texans, Titans, Colts, and Jaguars. Some Tyler talked on the Jaguars really out of the playoffs. Uh, same with probably the Colts. Titans red hot. I mean, they're on a two-game winning streak. Just they beat the Patriots and the who else did they beat? Um, the Cowboys. Oh yeah, Cowboys. Cowboys they beat. Um, so I feel like they could make playoff potential. T- Texans still leading division six and three with uh, Lamar or Lamar Miller actually doing something now this season. Start of the season he wasn't doing much, but he started to make a principal presence in the offense with Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, Demaryius Thomas, new addition. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I feel like he's getting back into that rhythm like he was last year. Just really just high-powered, throwing the ball deep, getting completions. Uh, newly acquired Demaryius Thomas, he has made some big moves there for him. Really helps out the, uh, DeAndre Hopkins with Will Foley going down for the year with a torn ACL. Yeah, tough, tough break. With yeah, tough break for all those fantasy owners out there. Yeah, fantasy owners. Will Fuller, he was a great play every week. Gets the deep ball, gets some touchdowns. Yeah. Marlon Mack also on the Colts. He's really making a presence in that offense too. Finally, someone actually leading the offense in the rushing game. Uh, NFC East. Um, Redskins, Cowboys, Eagles, and Giants. Saquon Barkley, you're doing good, but your team still sucks. <laughs> Saquon just just a leader on that team. Should have drafted a quarterback. I mean, it, it was a good draft pick, but I mean, he is the best. In my opinion, he was the best player in that draft. Yeah, no doubt about it. For sure. I feel next year they're for sure getting a quarterback because their old old man Eli is not going to stay for much longer in the league. His production's going downhill. I mean, they are playing the Bucks this week, so could potentially get a 
win off a team whose defense isn't that good. The only thing good on that team is really their pass-heavy offense with Ryan Fitzpatrick leading the team and their three, four good receivers. They have Deshaun Watson, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, um, O.J. Howard. He's been getting the ball in the red zone. So all around, I mean, yeah, it, it'll be a shootout, definitely Giants and Bucks. And for the Giants, uh, I feel like if they want to be like another high-powered team in the NFC, they need to get another receiver besides Odell because I don't think Sterling Shepard, in my opinion, I don't think he's going to get it done being that number two guy. Yeah, he's really not shown much this year. Like Odell, Saquon, it's a good combo. I just need that one more guy. I just need one more, either quarterback or another yeah, receiver. Yeah. Saquon, that can, offense Saquon can do both, run and receiving. Yeah, Saquon can do it both. He can catch, run. He can probably throw guy. the ball too. <laughs> yeah. Um, Eagles and Cowboys both tied four and five. The Eagles aren't that great from – they're not the same Eagles from last year without a doubt. I mean, they started the season without Carson Wentz. He comes back. I mean, they're doing somewhat better, but – The loss of J.H.I. really hurt yeah. on the stretch. No, I don't think they have a big running game. Yeah, Wendell Smallwood. Um, Corey Clement. Yeah. Um, Darren Sproul is still, he came back from an injury. I mean, running back committees, they could work, but most of the top teams, such as Chiefs, Rams, they have uh, Todd Gurley and Kareem Hunt. I mean, it all depends on your offense and your coach. And for the Eagles, I feel like the, the best playmakers on offense is Zach Ertz. I think he's the, is the top playmaker. Alshon, close second behind him. Yeah. Both great players. Alshon definitely that big red zone target. I think he's 6'4", 6'5", so always someone. He's a big, lengthy target. Yeah. Easy to hit. He's talented target, too. Same thing with Zach Ertz. He overpowers a lot of those small corners, safeties. Really tough matchup for them. Cowboys. I really don't see the Cowboys making the playoffs or coming close to the playoffs. I mean, with the addition of Mari Cooper, it still looks like – the receiving core is somewhat better, but it's nothing like it was a couple of years ago with Des Bryant. I mean, Des Bryant got signed in the Saints and injured. Tough to see that go, especially if you're a Saints fan. Um, and then Redskins, top of the division, 6-3. Adrian Peterson really showing what he can still do in the league. Um, Chris Thompson also there. Um, uh, for the Redskins, even without like, a main wide receiver number one, those – Guys, they still get the ball, still make production. Jamson Crowder, uh, Josh Doxson, big targets for Alex Smith. Jordan Reed, another good target Alex Smith can hit. And in the NFC West, we already kind of touched on it. The Rams, 9-1, they're probably they're going to make the playoffs without a doubt. And then Seahawks, 4-5, Cardinals, 2-7, and, and then Niners, 4-8. Or 2-8, sorry. So, I mean – None of those teams really catch my eye in making the playoffs. The NFC North, it's close division. Uh, we said that before. And then I feel like Bears, it's between the Bears and the Vikings, the Packers could make it, but they really have to pull something through in the last couple games. And for the Bears, the games they've lost, I think it's a combined total of like 11 points have lost those games. So really great yeah. defense right there. Just losing tough games in the stretch. 
Uh, when they play the Packers, I feel like they can beat the Packers this year when they play them again because they only lost by one. Yeah, they lost by one, and that's because Aaron Rodgers came back second um, half of the game and just tore it up. Down 20, that doesn't matter for Rodgers. Still yeah. got to play. One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Not the greatest of all time. Though. He's one of the greatest. Yeah. That's a, that's an argument for another day, though. Yeah. And then NFC North kind of touched on it before. Saints making the playoffs, and then Panthers six and three, Falcons four and five, and then Buccaneers three and six. I feel Saints definitely making it. Uh, Panthers could make the wild card, and then Falcons their their offense is looking good this year. Their three receivers, Calvin Ridley, Leo Jones, and Mohamed Sanu, all I think they have potentially top three receiving core just because all receivers are good talented receivers then Buccaneers saying they they can't play defense and they can't run the ball this year but for the Falcons their defense has struggled this year yes they have tons of injuries on defense this year that is a concern Deion Jones is down Keanu Neal is down just big names on that big and big playmakers too on that defense um up next, we're going to talk about the awards of this upcoming season. Season coming to the end, week 11. See, uh, you guys want to start off with the MP, MVP race? Oh, yeah, sure. I think uh, Patrick Mahomes has really got that one on lock. Um, I feel Todd Gurley, Elvin Kamara, both also great attributes there. I feel both run the ball as much as... Patty Mahomes is throwing it. But if Patrick Mahomes keeps performing the way he's been performing, he'll definitely be the MVP of the season. Yeah. I mean, he's came out of nowhere. He's just been really good this year. He's led his team 9-1 yeah, season. His second year in the league, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Offensive rookie of the year. Uh I would have to say it's undoubtedly got to be Saquon uh, Barkley. Saquon Barkley. I don't know about that one. I feel like Saquon, he's made a good run for it, but Philip Lindsay, coming undrafted rookie, has the most yards out of all rookie running backs. There was 20 drafted in that draft, and Saquon only has at least three more touchdowns than Philip Lindsay. So I feel like it's still a pretty tight race for those two. I feel like Saquon, I don't know. He's more than just running the ball. He's, I would call him probably the leader on that team right now because Eli's really got no voice, no Dell. I don't know. He Odell's just kind of a drama queen. Yeah, on Twitter and on interviews, everything. He really isn't the greatest leader. So I feel Saquon undoubtedly deserves offensive rookie of the year. I still do disagree with you on that one. I feel like Philip Lindsay is making a strong case of why he is the rookie of the year. Okay. Maybe maybe somebody's a little bit homer for the Broncos, but uh we'll we'll move on to defensive player of the year. Um or sorry, defensive rookie of the year. Derwin James, Den Denzel Ward, and Bradley Chubb. Um you guys want to touch on that? Uh, Bradley Chubb, he has eight sacks on the year. Uh, he's made, he's just been phenomenal in my opinion in these past couple games. Had racking up five sacks in like a month in the act of October. Uh, Denzel Ward, another, he's a great corner, looking like a pro. Uh, three interceptions. I think he's leading the Browns 
for corners. Derwin James, another strong case on the Chargers secondary, just coming in after uh, Jason Verrett going down. Made some great contributions to that team. Uh, yeah. Tyler, you want anything to add on that? or No? No? Okay. Uh, and then most improved player of the year, I feel like that one has to go to Mitchell Trubisky and the new offense. Matt Nagy's really running there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I have the stats here. He's already week 11. He's thrown 19 touchdowns, seven interceptions, so not the greatest there. Average QBR of 101.6 and 2,304 yards, which is not bad from his second year in the NFL. Last year he was behind uh, it was Glennon, right? Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon for half the year, and then he came in. So I feel like he's really shown what he can do behind or in the front of an offense. Yeah, for sure, because last year they didn't really give him the ball that much, but now um, I feel like Matt Nagy's a little more comfortable with Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, like last year, John Fox didn't really let Trubisky throw the ball. I feel like he wasn't really throwing the ball as much as he is now. They were more focused on running the ball. Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen, trying to take some pressure off Trubisky. I feel like uh, Matt Nagy just has full trust in Trubisky with Allen Robinson out there. And that's a big target. They're just throwing the ball. Also, uh, Trubisky has been running the ball a lot. I don't know the exact stat on rushing yards and rushing touchdowns, but he's had quite a few rushing touchdowns. Like, Matt Nagy's not afraid to run a read option with the quarterback right first down. He's done that multiple times this year. So it's nice seeing uh, how much Matt Nagy trusts his quarterback. Yeah, and in the red zone, like inside the 10, I noticed the Bears really like that our triple option with – Trey Burton, Jordan Howard, or Trey Cohen, and then they give it to one of them, and it usually scores, works every time. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to talk about anybody else, anyone else that really catches your eye on most improved or not? I think Trubisky has this one. Okay. Uh, comeback player of the year, I mean, undoubtedly Andrew Luck. Andrew after Luck. He's missed. Before the season, he missed, what, a full season and then – some games the season before that. I mean, he's really shown what he could do. He At the beginning of the season, he was a little limited, but I feel like now he's back, not 100% back to him, but he's still doing what Andrew Love did back when he was healthy. Yeah, the Colts with Andrew Love there, I feel like if they get just a little more on that defensive side and offensive side, more playmakers than just T.Y. and Marlon Mack, I feel like they can make a run in the playoffs sometime in the near future. Yeah, for sure. Possibly in the next couple years, I could see it happening if they really just bulk up that offensive line. Um, moving on to the next segment. Since this is part of our school project, uh, we have to incorporate some type of literature. So we decided since Le'Veon hasn't shown up, he's not going to play for the rest of the season. We talk about, a tweet that he tweeted out uh, a week from today. Uh, I think it's safe to say it's time to pass the sticks. Tweeted that seven days ago, like I said. It's sad to see such great talent not play this season. Yeah. Um, I think he's been frustrated with Pittsburgh now for a little for a while. 
And James Conner's in there now. He's just doing great. So I think Le'Veon Bell, his time in Pittsburgh's done. I think he's moving on. Yeah, for sure. Doesn't next year he has to play with Pittsburgh, right, or no? I'm so I don't know about that one. Still, okay. I'm still a little iffy. Who? Yeah. Le'Veon. I thought he was gonna become a free agent. Yeah, I don't know. I'm what not, sh- I'm not sure that. how the situation is. Yeah, but James Conner talking on him. He, I saw sat out there how he's been doing. He's got more rushing yards, more total touchdowns. Um. And more uh, receiving yards than Le'Veon had this time last year, which I mean, it's great to see uh, how much talent James Conner has. I mean, it's going to be nice to see Le'Veon potentially play Pittsburgh next year, depending on where he goes. I mean, there's there's a few teams who kind of need a running back, like uh, the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles. Well. They still have J.H. but he's going to come off a big injury that I don't know how he's going to go. Where else do you guys think he's going to go? I think the Jets can make a strong push for him. I think they have a lot of cap room hope to open up to him. Maybe and the Colts? Colts, I feel like they're going to stick with Marlon Mack just because they've been giving him the ball a lot more. I mean, unless they also have Naheem Hines on that offense, which he's a good pass catcher on that offense, which is – Nice for them. I feel like their rest run situation's okay. Really, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Bills because Shady, like we said before, he's his time's coming to an end in the NFL. Um, anywhere else, Miami possibly, but they're really utilizing Kenyon Drake. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Philadelphia is gonna make the biggest push for him though. They need a running back. I feel like JJ was a short term option. I think Le'Veon's really going to be their, their guy if he goes there. Yeah. All depends, too. He could have to play a few games with uh, the Steelers next year, at least sign with them for a few games before he can even leave. Uh, anything else you guys want to touch on? Okay. This is our first episode. Thank you for listening. Oh, sorry. Uh, also, before we end – Coach of the year, so we could talk about that since we didn't talk about it in the awards. Uh, Andy Reid, Sean Payton, and Sean McVay. You guys want to touch on them or no? Um, I think Sean McVay um, being undefeated in the first half of the season, that's that'll put a pretty strong case for him. Yeah. Uh, Andy Reid, I feel like what he's been able to do with that Chiefs team, especially Patrick Mahomes, just being one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Andy Reid really showed that his offense does work with any quarterback he has with the guys that he surrounded him with. Yeah. Um, and then Sean Payton, too. I feel like the Saints always do good, but this year they started off 0-1 and they haven't lost a game since. Or they won every single game since, not, since then. So, I mean, all three great teams that could potentially all – we could see them all – or one of them in the Super Bowl, or make it far in the playoffs. But this is Pigskin and Laces, signing off.